Hey there, welcome to Your Living Health. This is the podcast where we talk about real life strategies to reduce your chronic inflammation. Each episode, we're going to uncover tools for how you can lose weight and achieve optimal health. I'm your host, Carly Lucchese. I'm a UC Davis trained registered dietitian, and I'm also a life coach. So together, let's coach through the science of inflammation, but in a way that's simple, purposeful, and fun. You ready? Let's go. Hey, hey, welcome back. We are here for another episode, and today we're going to change things up a little bit. Of course, we're still going to continue to focus on things that promote inflammation, but today we're going to shift gears again and talk more about uh, relationships, because we all know that relationships, especially with our spouses or significant others, can lead to a top-down response, right? That chemical response from maybe something that they said or maybe that they did. So, I'm, I mean, think back, right? Let's just think back over the last six months. How many of you have had sleepless nights or have had heated discussions or have ended up with intestinal distress that came from a conversation between you and your spouse or maybe something that happened or something that um, they were associated with and then all of a sudden now you have this top-down inflammation reaction that's happening, maybe on a chronic basis for some of you where maybe your relationship isn't the strongest at any given season in your marriage or um, in your relationship in general. And ultimately, this may be leading to plaque formation, vascular inflammation, kind of all of those things that you just don't really want to be invited to the party. And if you're in a relationship you know that at times they can be wonderful and at times they can be taxing, right? They can be as equally wonderful as they are stressful. So that's why I wanted to spend a little bit of time uh, just at least diving in or touching on this subject because it's something that comes up very often when I'm working with my clients. So recently, my husband and I got into an argument And I think this was primarily from some watchful introspection. I think it's because that I think he is an a-hole, okay? So I know that he's not 100% a-hole, right? Just like the movie. Nobody's ever 100% a-hole. But I did find myself believing my own thoughts that defined him as an a-hole. And I know it's very obvious that this is not super helpful, right? But even though it's not helpful, it was still very true in my eyes. It was something that I was fully believing. And we've been married for over 18 years at this point. And we've had many heated discussions that unfortunately have probably stemmed from this one belief system. It's been in place for a long time. But unfortunately, I've just never really taken that conscious time to understand this hidden belief system that's always been just kind of lingering under the surface for whatever reason, whatever triggered it, whatever created it, I've just never really explored it. 
And I was just choosing to instead believe it as fact. My husband's an a-hole, right? And as I said, that's just not super helpful, (laughs) right? But because I personally desire connection in my relationship and not divorce, I decided to study this belief a little bit more in depth and just better understand what's happening in my brain with a little bit more clarity and with a little bit more control. And then I thought, well, I'm thinking that some of you may be in the same position that I am, so that it will likely help you too. So that's why we're here and that's why I'm choosing to talk about it with you today. So I want to start this conversation around the basics of a relationship. Okay, so I think coming into a marriage or any relationship, this could just be a significant other, this could be you're just dating, but really coming into any relationship, it's very easy to focus on the benefits, right? So whatever the benefits may be, um, without focusing on the good in this person and their actions in what they bring to the table, it can be really hard to commit yourself to something that is so big and so daunting. You know, you're sharing your life with this person, whether it be temporary or for the rest of your life. It is, it is a big decision, right? So when you're coming into this relationship, that's why it's kind of easy and, and appealing to focus on the good, right? So, but I want you to understand too that you want your brain to focus on the positive, not only when it comes to the dynamics of the relationship, but equally when it comes to your significant other and their behavior. Because we look forward to those good times. And unfortunately, it, it transitions into this, well, we look forward to the good times and then we just kind of endure the bad times, just waiting for those good times to come around again. Because it's those good times that characterize our relationship. That's the thing that we look forward to, that we want to experience within this relationship. But when you're in a close relationship for any duration of time, I would say longer than like six months, because of course there's going to be like that honeymoon period where they can do no wrong. But after around six months, what you experience in reality can be quite the contrast to what you imagined in your mind right? You knew what the good times would look like. Those were very easy to predict because you were around your significant other during the first part of your relationship. You knew the best side of them, the one where they were um, almost like hiding or just withholding some of those negative aspects of themselves. But then when you go past around that six month mark, that's when stuff starts to come to the surface, right? And and sometimes that's when relationships can even end because all of a sudden they're not the person that you thought they were, right? So knowing them in this way, this this positive way where you were focusing on the good, it helped your brain to imagine what your relationship would be like together in the future. And this is probably true, like I said, for that first six months. But then all of a sudden, the a-hole side of them begins to show itself. 
They don't 100% of the time or 90% of the time or whatever your brain imagined that the, the potential was for them to do or say what you wanted them to do. All of a sudden, they're not doing that to the degree that you want them to. All of a sudden, maybe they're speaking gruffly to you or your kids or your friends. They're having their own opinions. Dang it, they're spending money on things that you don't find worth it. All of a sudden, you're realizing that they become a human, right? But I want you to focus on today is that when your significant other is being an a-hole, when they're behaving in a way that doesn't agree with you or what you want, this doesn't actually mean that they're an a-hole. Instead, I want you to maybe consider that it just means that they're a human and that humans, we are neither good nor bad. We just are. Each of us perform different behaviors, we say different words, but ultimately we're always just in this combination of good and bad, awful and awesome, ugly and delightful. But I want you to stay with me here, okay? So that was just kind of this basics of relationships. But I want to continue to dig and understand what's going on under the surface just a little bit more. Because this whole episode is not in place just to remind you that your significant other is a human. We all know that. We all know that there's going to be good and bad, right? But I want to shift the focus to you and to what you can control. And I want you to notice that in the beginning of a relationship, you only see the best side of them. This is that delightful and wonderful side that they want to be forward facing. They want to use those best features to attract someone else, whether it be friends or create good relationships with coworkers or um, create a life partner, whatever they want. They want that good aspect of them to be forward facing. But then as they get comfortable, you begin to see glimpses into this other side of them. This is, you know, the ugly, the bad, the annoying. And suddenly, this is when in my own personal relationship, this was many years ago. This didn't take 18 years to develop. I think this happened around like year one or two. But then unfortunately, I began to notice and believe early on that he was an a-hole. And this is ultimately something that didn't serve me for a long period of time within my relationship. And then I started the unfortunate mission, because my brain loves to be right, right? So it then started this mission for finding all the evidence I needed in order to prove this theory true and to relentlessly search for evidence that I honestly, I didn't consciously want to see. it. My brain is just on this bird dog mission to find all the evidence for how I'm right, for how I can prove that he's an a-hole. But I didn't want to see this consciously. This was in that subconscious space. But from this, I was getting the results of relationship separation, of division, and all these things that I didn't want in my relationship. 
So that's when we need to pull some of these subconscious thoughts, some of these subconscious behaviors to the surface and really observe them. Because when I began to observe what was happening consciously, that's when I get to see the truth of what's going on. So the fact that this ugly side is always present in every single human, it's nothing new. It's nothing that's he's developed over time. He hasn't changed. It's just I'm finally seeing with my eyes open the entirety of him as a human being. He is not uniquely an a-hole. He's just a human. And he has actions that may at times be seen by me (laughs) or others as negative and maybe even self-serving. And more importantly... I am one of the handful of people in the entire world that he trusts to show up as 100% himself. He doesn't show his awfulness to anyone but me, right? You as the spouse, as the significant other, that is our place. We are trusted with 100% of this person, and I think it's almost kind of like that backhanded privilege, (laughs) if if you will. It's kind of like how kids are the worst towards their mothers. So you are the worst towards one another. You let your guard down. You embrace all of you in front of them. You don't filter anymore. You don't put your best foot forward. You just live and you let all of your humanity be on the line. And your spouse does this too. And that is truly a gift I want you to begin to see it from that perspective. And from that space, it's our job as their significant someone to embrace their willingness to be 100% themselves and to consciously decide to love them without judging them, without thinking that we know best, without thinking that there is a right way. Because there is no best way. There is no right way. There just is the way. And his opinion, her opinion is going to be different than the other, right? But it's our job as the spouse, as the significant other, just to love them when they're being awful and to love them equally when they're being awesome. Because it can be really easy to love them when they're being the person that you think they should be. And it can be really easy to judge them when they're doing it wrong, right? And to really try to feel a certain way when they're obeying what they should be doing, right? But when your spouse is being awful, just remember, they're not being awful. This is just the way that you're choosing to see it. Remember, they're just being 100% them. They're not choosing to be awful They're not choosing to do this against you. They're just being 100% them. This is just the 50% of their humanity that offsets and actually balances out their awesomeness. And it's the 50% of them that others don't get the opportunity to see. But when we don't embrace this concept and choose Uh, not to unconditionally love the awful and the delightful aspects of our spouse, what it can lead to 
is this desire to find a better spouse or to find a better situation, right? And the most valuable thing to realize, I think, in this situation is that unfortunately, if you are trying to seek out that better situation, that better spouse, just remember that you are coming into this new relationship or situation with your same brain. This is the brain that has been conditioned to be disappointed when someone doesn't do or say the right things. And this brain of yours has never been challenged to overcome this tendency because maybe the last time it was challenged, maybe you left the situation or maybe you put up this subconscious wall of protection to protect your emotions, right? Maybe you protected your heart or you put up a wall between you and your spouse. Maybe that's what created this disconnect within your marriage, But every human that you come into contact with, besides close friends or, you know, some family maybe, you're only showing they're 50% awesome. You're not witness to 100% of them because you don't have the honor of being that significant other's someone, right? And this can be that tendency to believe that the grass is always greener because You're only able to see the best side, the forward-facing side of these people. You haven't been able to be present with this 100% of this person. We're all this equal mix of awesome and awful. That's just who we are. The grass is never greener. We are each 100% human and we are complete with awful and delightful at any given moment. So I think my challenge to each of you with this episode today is that it can be really easy to judge your spouse, to think that you know best, to think that you know how to do things, and to think that you know how he should say different things, right? But what would change if you let your guard down? What would change if you adopted the thought, he might be an a-hole, but I'm equally an a-hole in his eyes. Nothing has gone wrong here. We're both 100% human. When you can open yourself up to the reality that nothing has gone wrong, that you're exactly where you're supposed to be, maybe then and only then can you open yourself up to finding the growth that needs to happen in you. And for me, This lesson, personally, after 18 years of marriage, because apparently I'm a stubborn learner and it takes me a while, this lesson was to stop judging my husband, to know that I can interpret his actions and his words as proof that he's an a-hole, or I can instead choose to interpret his actions and words that he's still 100% human. And that he gets to live his life the way that he chooses. And I get to do the exact same thing. We are both here to be better. We're both here to love one another. And we're both here to learn the areas that need growth. That's why you are together, right? This is iron sharpens iron. You are in each other's life in order to figure out where each of you need to grow. This was an area in me 
that needed growth and continues to need growth. This is not an overnight change. And I am very grateful that I chose to study it. I'm very grateful that it came up and that these this belief system came to the surface for me to inspect and change. And I'm grateful that I'm choosing to create connection from what would have otherwise created separation between us. And top-down inflammation, it is stemmed from living without intentionally managing the way that you think and understand the world around you. And for many of my clients, relationships can be a primary source of top-down inflammation that stems from these day-to-day challenges and these day-to-day encounters. So whether it's um, with your spouse or your children, your friends, your family, or even your own relationship with yourself, I want you to begin to notice some of these recurring themes and notice some of these this recurring conflict. And I want to challenge you to choose to study it. Let me know in the comments what you're working through. And if you're feeling stuck, please head over to yourlivinghealth.com, book your free consult today. I want to work together to identify what's happening within your own brain and strategize a clear path to reduced top-down inflammation. All right, everyone. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Hey, change is hard, and doing it without professional guidance can make it seem impossible. If you're willing to do the work, I can make your path to longevity straight and strategic. Take the first step, head on over to yourlivinghealth.com and book your free consult so we can chat about your unique situation. And please take a second or two and leave me a review. Thank you for your interest in reducing your chronic inflammation, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.